And you need to find a purpose that will self-motivate you. You don't need to read that script of somebody else here and there, whatever it is to get motivated. Get some purpose in life that will give you a long-term self-motivating factors where you don't need to listen to names now you don't need to listen to the quote of muhammad ali just find the purpose and that purpose will self-motivate you welcome back to mindset win the podcast from red bull that's all about developing a winning mental attitude for those of you new to the show welcome and to our regular listeners thanks for coming back of your hosts, Kate Courtney. Each week, Cedric Dumont and I will hear from world-class athletes and help break down their stories into key insights to help you find a mental edge in any situation. This week, we're going to be delving into one athlete's extraordinary sense of purpose. What he's achieved is truly breathtaking, but his journey has not been without challenges. In his darkest moments, it was this deep sense of purpose and connection to a cause larger than himself that allowed him to prevail. Our guest today is one of the world's most iconic and well-respected mountaineers, Nims Dai Nims Perja. Born in Nepal, Nims is a former elite soldier who had a distinguished career serving in both the Brigade of Gurkhas and the UK Special Forces. In 2019, he left the military behind and set out to climb the world's 14 tallest mountains in record-breaking time. Filming every step of the way alongside his team, Nims accomplished the feat in just six months and six days. The resulting footage has inspired millions in his astonishing Netflix documentary, 14 Peaks, Nothing is Impossible. Clearly, his physical capabilities and elite training set him apart, but it's his unique ability to connect with his purpose that ultimately led him to make history. Hey everyone, I'm Nimstai Perza. I was born in Nepal. I was raised in the Gaikas and I was made in the UK Special Forces and now I'm extreme sports athlete. I climb all the big mountains in the world. I'm also a writer and also a filmmaker. For me, everything, what I do in my life has a purpose or the end goal. When you have a purpose in, in life, if you commit, if you work hard, if you stay self-disciplined, if you stay self-motivated, that drives me into all that positive aspect of life. The 14 Peaks Project was a groundbreaking record attempt. There are 14 mountains in the world above 8,000 meters. The fastest that 8,000 meters were climbed was nearly 80 years. And I wanted to do that in seven months. So the equivalent of what I was trying to do was, let's say, if the world record for marathon is two hours, I was saying I'm going to do that in 20 minutes. And a lot of people say it's impossible. So I even named the project as a project possible. People used to climb just one 8,000 meter peak in a season. And I was changing the whole game of it. It wasn't only the physical aspect of climbing, but also mentally, this was never done before, so I was climbing into unknown. 
Now people know, okay, it's done and it can be done. That's a really different mindset. But the purpose always helped me. It was never about me. It was neither for name or fame or glory. It was purely I wanted to really inspire the world by proving a concept, you know, saying that there's nothing that you can't do in the world. Nothing is impossible. I never had a doubt in, in what I was doing it. You know, for example, if I... If I'm doubting myself, if I'm not believing in myself, why I'm asking these thousands of people to support me? But more than that, I was quite confident because, you know, I'd served in the British military for 16 years, of which six years was with the Gaikas and 10 years with the, with the elite special boat service. That's TA1. And I knew that my, my planning and operational would, would never fail. I would always go into the detail. So I was always confident that I could do this. Of course, I knew that I would have people saying all these things. I knew that I would be struggling with the sponsorship because no one thought that it was humanly possible and hence why people didn't believe it. Like for example, for the funding, I went to a Nepalese community who lives in, in UK and I overheard one of the guy was saying, you know what, this guy is doing for himself. You know, why are we supporting him? And they were giving, you know, only five pounds and 10 pounds. It wasn't even a big sponsorship cash. But when your people, own people tell you stuff like that, it's very hurtful emotionally. It was very hurtful because these people didn't need what I had given up for this project. My sacrifice was so beyond what I was doing for myself. I'm giving up my prestige job in UK Special Forces. I'm the first Nepalese to be in SBS. I'm giving up my pension. So I've worked 16 years so hard. I got only six years to, to get the full pension. So like all my 16 years of hard work is pretty much gone because of that, you know. So when this person told me, I was like, wow, it was so quick to criticize and it was my own people. That really hurt me and I was crying as I was driving in, in motorway. And uh, I had to pull off uh, of the of the motorway because I wasn't, you know, mentally um, stable. And then, and then I started composing, and I was like, okay, Nims, you know, okay, this is not about you again. I said, this is about bigger purpose. So, you know what? How you feel emotionally? Why are you even crying? You're crying. Your pain, your tears. It doesn't matter. You are doing for the bigger reason. Come on, get on with it. And I wiped up my tears and I, I, I went on the road and here we are. I had no money, so I was kind of raising the sponsorship profile, you know, like through the social media. Not only that, I was obviously rescuing the people at the whole same point. I was filming the whole dynamic. I was making sure everything is captured. My mom's, you know, was so close to me. She was literally in the hospital, struggling between life and death. But again, the purpose always helped me to push through those barriers, both in mental and physical toughness that I had to go through. Let's say today I'm successful. Yesterday, I could have been dead on Annapurna, the first mountain. I knew that I have to stay alive. My motivation was I wanted to be the narrator of my own story. I didn't want, I, I didn't want it to be dead and then people writing stuff. And I, want, I wanted to tell this story by myself. It's my story, you know? And then I'm like, you know what, Nims? Right at this moment, I'm here. I'm gonna give everything today, 100% to stay alive. Tomorrow is next day, but right at this moment, I'm just gonna focus exactly what I'm doing, living 
every seconds, every moment and focusing on that very element. And I observe everything from the mountain and that's when you become completely different. When you are in your comfort zone, you don't realize the importance of being alive. When you are there, you realize the importance of every second of you being alive in this world and what does it mean to you. The biggest success of this one is getting the messages from you know, eight-year-old kids, how inspired they are. From that point to people who are in the hospital surviving the moment, the cancer fighters, they all say, my lips, you know, giving up is not in the blood. More than that, also putting the name of Nepal into a global map to raise the name of Nepalese climbers. I think that's the biggest joy that I have, representing the whole people, and which I have done, I think. So, yes. You need to find a purpose that will self-motivate you. You don't need to read the script of somebody else here and there, whatever it is, to get motivated. Get some purpose in life that will give you a long-term self-motivating factors where you don't need to listen to names. Now you don't need to listen to the quote of Muhammad Ali. Just find the purpose and that purpose will self-motivate you. If a purpose is for millions of people or billions of people, it's for the bigger community, then you get that fire because it's not about you. It's about for the human being, right? It's for the human race. Now I will be away for 11 months. I'll be away till February. I have a really understanding wife and she understand that I'm trying to change the life of millions of people, if not billions. Um, I'm there doing good stuff, you know, and somebody has to do, do that level of sacrifice and it happened to be me, so I'm, I'm okay with that. It's incredible to hear Nim's story told in his own words. One aspect of that story that I found incredibly compelling was the way that he balanced both his short-term goals and his big-picture purpose. Nim's clearly attacked every step of the process in order to make his goal possible and avoided being overwhelmed by the sheer gravity of what he was trying to accomplish. But when he faced challenges, he was also quick to zoom out and remember that bigger picture. This broader perspective allowed Nims to remain clear-headed and motivated in pursuit of that larger vision, no matter what challenges he was facing in the moment. The purpose always helped me to push through those barriers, both in mental and physical toughness that I had to go through. NIMS has accomplished extraordinary feats that many believed were truly impossible. But like with most extraordinary achievements, his success required extraordinary sacrifice. Long before the world knew his name, NIMS made the choice to trade a stable career for an uncertain path to achieving his dream. From the beginning, it was clear that climbing the tallest peaks in the world in such quick succession would require a complete commitment of mind, body, and spirit that left little room for anything else. To accomplish his goal, Nims had to make physical sacrifices, but he was also faced with deeply personal ones. So what kept him going? 
what made him certain these sacrifices were worth making. When he speaks about his achievements, he always comes back to purpose. Here, I'd like to reflect on the difference between having motivation and having a purpose. Many of us have goals, and we have things that motivate us to achieve those goals. And that's already huge, because without motivation, achieving anything is going to be really tough. But being motivated is not quite the same as having purpose, which we can think of as the thing that underpins our motivation, that explains why our goals are our goals. As we've heard, Nims is able to find purpose in things that are bigger than himself, but in ways that remain personally significant. For him, it's about representing Nepali mountaineers in a positive light, and, no small feat, he wants to test the boundaries of what humans can achieve. Obviously, Nims has specific, immediate goals, just like we all do. But when times get tough, it is his sense of purpose that allows him to push through and keep going. In one of our earlier episodes, we heard from Lucy Charles Barkley, talking about how finding enjoyment in sport was so important to her motivation. As we've seen with NIMS, a sense of purpose is another major component to staying motivated. But this idea of purpose seems so big, it's hard to know exactly where to start. I can't just tell you what your purpose in life is, but I can share an exercise to get you thinking about what's already important to you, because that will lead you in the right direction. So I'll tell you about an exercise that has really helped me. A few years ago, I started keeping a gratitude journal. It's a pretty simple exercise. Before I went to bed, I took out a notebook and I wrote down three things from that day that I was grateful for. At first, I found myself writing down pretty big things. I was grateful for my parents, my partner, my career in cycling. But over time, I started to see that when trying not to repeat things, the things I was grateful for became smaller and more subtle. They started to be connected to simple moments that I enjoyed in that day, whether it was going out to lunch with my mom, spending time in nature, the thrill of riding my bike. Over time, as I continued to do this, I started to see themes in those everyday moments, the things I loved doing, that sparked joy or connected me with other people. And as those things started to accumulate, they connected with those bigger themes in my life. So I'd recommend starting with the simple gratitude journal. Write down those things that you're grateful for. They can start big, they can be small. The important thing is to take a bit of time to reflect on what areas of your life are important to you. And then try and figure out what it is that makes them so meaningful. Start to look for the connections between them. The results can be incredibly powerful. And as you continue with this process, you'll start to connect with your larger purpose and find deeper enjoyment and motivation in the things that are important to you. And once you've got to grips a bit more with your purpose, it will help you achieve things and be more satisfied in your life. And that's it for me for now. Join us next time for Cedric's episode with Canadian cliff diving champion, Molly Carlson. Until next time.